Ray is with FAIR, which is a group committed to trying to assist America have reasonable borders. And David Ray, once again, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. And David, how you doing? Doing great, my friend. How about you? Good. Let me share with the American people something you have uh, put forth in one of your missives, and that is what's going on. And with all this stuff going on with the mailing of the bombs and all that stuff going on and the victims and, and, and the potential arrests, all that stuff, Something else is happening, I think, much more important on the southern border. The media has quit covering for obvious reasons. And that is that this is uh, something being used by the mainstream media to attack the Republicans and Donald Trump. But you say, among other things in this article, the caravan of an estimated 7,000, some say it's closer to 15,000 at this point, of Central American migrants is now uh, well into Mexico with the declared intent of reaching the U.S. border where the migrants intend to seek political asylum. The impetus for this latest caravan is not a humanitarian crisis in Central America, but rather, as accurately described by the Wall Street Journal, an organized stunt by political agitators and activists who are intent on using migration as a political weapon to foment border chaos. And I might add, to, to hurt Donald J. Trump. I could not conceive on a particular day, at a particular time, at a particular place, all of a sudden, seven to 10,000 Honduran just showed up together at one place and said, let's walk to America 2,000 miles away. No one believes that. So what happened with the political agitators and the activists who got this together? Explain that, that the mainstream media won't deal with. Well, you know, Bill, uh, thanks for, for highlighting this. And this is, a, is another example of, uh, you know, weaponized migration. If you recall 1980 Mariel Boatlift when Fidel Castro sent 125,000 disenfranchised and criminal and mentally ill uh, Cuban immigrants to South Florida. And the idea was to use population as a way to destabilize and disrupt uh, you know, competing country. And once again, we have here where we have a leftist politician in Honduras, former member of their Congress, uh, who's, uh, according to Vice President Pence, getting backing from the Venezuelan government, no friend of the United States, who has stirred up and created a caravan of some 13,000, as many as 13,000 people, some of, of whom are are economic migrants, and they say they're coming here just to work, but others are MS-13 uh, gang members, deportees. There's also uh, men of uh, working age from Asia and from uh, uh, East Asia, uh, East Asia and South Asia coming this way. What you have here is, uh, if you just watch on TV, where they try to say, "Oh, this is you know, people are just are are coming along and doing it on their own." Meals are suddenly appearing. Tents are suddenly appearing. Medical care is suddenly appealing. This this is not something that just happened on its own. No. Somebody is coordinating this and paying for this. If you don't believe me, why don't you take your wife and kids and try walking to Louisville, Kentucky, and see where you end up tonight? Uh, who puts the tent up for you with the medical care and the free hot food? I mean, it just doesn't happen like that. These things are coordinated. And there are uh, governments behind this that are trying to destabilize the United States. And let's let's be honest here. Is it a coincidence that this is happening just 10 days away <laughs> for probably the most important midterm election in your and my lifetime? No. I mean, that is not a coincidence, my friend. And 
On top of that, there are now three caravans coming to the Explain United States. Explain that, because the media doesn't cover this, because all the news that fits, they print. And this doesn't fit the narrative of the megaphone of the Democratic Party. Explain why, uh, here we're getting ready, uh, uh, a week from Tuesday is going to be a very important election. All of a sudden, tens of thousands of Andorans show up at the same place at the same time with provisions, yep. begin marching together, uh, along with food, and an army marches on its belly along with water and tents, medical right. care. All these things just, just came out of nowhere. And now there's three events happening with the media won't cover. What are they? Well, you know, there, there are three separate uh, caravans that have formed. The largest one that we're talking about now and then two two smaller ones in El Salvador, one that hasn't even left yet. But, I mean, on the one hand, the reporters are saying these are women Pushing their babies yeah, yeah, in yeah. strollers. And yeah. then the vision, you know, they make the mistake of, of panning the crowd and showing the visual. And I've seen, uh, pictures of people handing out money to these folks. I've seen trays of hot meals being handed. I've seen medical supplies and so on. They are, you know, trying to, uh, I think, you know, how the Marielle boat lift, uh, not only destabilized South Florida, but it ended up leading probably to uh, Jimmy Carter's uh, election downfall in the following election, although Jimmy Carter helped that out quite a bit himself, I think that, that this is an attempt by leftist government and perhaps some of the open borders advocates around the world to destabilize the United States and to embarrass Donald Trump right before the most important midterm election of his lifetime. Do you think it's embarrassing him because, on balance... Because it was going politically against the Democrats, all of a sudden the bomb scares and the bomb threats began, as if now the media doesn't deal at all with the migration that looks so bad. And according to CBS News, about 80% of the so-called uh, migrants are young males between the ages of 15 and 30. It's impossible right. for a woman with a baby to walk 2,000 miles through jungles and heat and sand and deserts. That ain't going right. to happen. Somebody's organizing on this, much like the boat lift from Cuba. There are leftist politicians who hate Trump and want to destroy America, and they want to flood the southern border. Right now, there's 15 to 20,000. So there are 41 million people in Central America, and I bet a good deal of them have their eyes on what's happening here and how we handle it. The problem is that we have gaping loopholes in our asylum laws. And if anyone in this caravan, no matter what, even if they said on national television ten times that they're coming here for a job, as you've heard people say, all I want is a job in Los Angeles, when they put one toe in the United States, they say the words political asylum, and they are in like Flynn. They are here, they're going to be released into the country, and they're going to be on a backlog of probably as long as three to four years, never showing up for their cases. Eighty percent of these folks who exploit the asylum loopholes never show up for their cases and simply disappear into the United States. This is a gimmick. They're using our own policies. Twice this year, the Republican Congress has tried to close these loopholes, and they have not had a single Democratic vote to uh, to do so, and you have to ask yourself why. Who really benefits in the long run from mass illegal immigration? When you look at studies of immigrants as they become citizens and how they vote, 65% of them end up registering as Democrats. Because gover government assistance. They, they well, yeah, government I mean, benefit. if you're barely making it, you're going to vote for the party that hands you the most goodies. And, uh, you know, 25%... Uh, vote Republican, but if you think about you know 12 million illegal aliens, is 65 percent of them 
would end up becoming citizens and voting Democrat, that would that would that have thrown every American election to the Democrats in the last 20 years and everyone for probably the next 40. And the other issue you read in Democratic literature is that if and when Texas flips to the Democratic Party and becomes a deep blue state, the way the politics will be fashioned for the next 20 to 50 years, there will be no chance for a Republican ever to win the presidency again if Texas is a blue state. And you might throw in Florida because California, for most of its history, was a deep red state. Ronald Reagan right. carried it easily. Nixon carried right. it easily. California flipped because of legal migration. Texas right. is the next target. Texas flips, and it's over. But David Ray, a fair, here, here's the question. Trump is talking the way I would like him to talk. He's normal. He reflects Midwestern values, conservative values. He's saying the Army or the National Guard, will not let them cross into America. How do you physically stop maybe twenty or 30,000 people in mass from getting one toe into American soil, then claiming political refugee status? How physically? We're not going to shoot them. There's well, no fence up. How do you actually stop them? That's the million-dollar question without going into Mexico. Because How our do you Army do it? That, that is the question, and I don't know that anybody has the answer to that. I'll tell you. How you would stop them if it existed, Trump's border wall. If you had a border wall there, they wouldn't be walking into the United States except through legal ports of entry. Or they would have to walk way out into the desert in Arizona to come over. That's why we need the border wall and some of these heavy crossing points. But that's all it takes is one toe in the United States. And we're and done. You, and, you, and you're done. And I, you unless you change the, the long law. list. Oh, yeah, and all we need to do is, and so FAIR has called, called, we believe this is the beginning of a national emergency, just like the Marielle Boatlift was. We've asked that Congress, the President calls Congress back to Washington this week to close these asylum loopholes. If we could close these asylum loopholes, or if we could put asylum courts with detention centers right on the border, so as they came over, set, asked for political asylum, they had their hearing, and they were immediately sent home because... 99% of these folks would not qualify for political asylum. No. They're economic migrants. Then we would have an end to this nonsense. We can't get those loopholes closed. No. Congress failed twice. They're gonna, we think they should come back and close these loopholes. Anything short of that, and, and it's kind of a, uh, you know, a cat and mouse game. We have to try to keep them from getting in the United States. But David States. Ray, here's the problem. It, take, it takes 10 Democrats in the United States Senate to move legislation. We, right now there's 51. There might be 54, 55 after the election. Whatever the number is, you need numerous Democrats to switch party lines, vote with the Republicans in order to say that much like Mexicans, if Mexicans come here and they get one foot into Texas, they're thrown back immediately into Mexico and you're done. We have right. a loophole in the law that says if you're from Central America, Asia, or Africa, and you make it to America, no matter how you get here legally or illegally, and you claim refugee status for political purposes, that then you begin in the hearing process that takes three to ten years. So unless the Democrats agree to do this, no change in the law will happen. I mean, Trump, God bless him. I love him. Uh, he can talk yeah. tough all he wants. 
But you cannot stop 20,000 people or 20 million people from flooding our southern border from Central America, claiming refugee status. They have no shots. They have no medical clearance. They have no financial support. They have no work skills that we need. Most have right. less than a third grade education. And there's nothing we can do to stop them unless the Democratic Party agrees. And what makes you think they're ever going to agree? Well, I mean, at some point, maybe they're going to put the national interest above <laughs> their own political <laughs> interest. Is that my pipe dream? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it, it won't happen. That, that's, that's why, why we, I feel bad. I feel terrible yeah. about this. Yeah, I mean, the president really is extremely limited in what he can do, and his best bet is to try to get the Mexicans to stop them in Mexico. Because once they get to the U.S. border, no. they're going to walk, you know, five miles outside of the port of entry, and they're going to step right over a fence, and they're going to be in the United States, hoping that they get apprehended. In fact, if they see the Border Patrol, they'll run towards them to ask for political yeah. asylum, and then it's all over. And until we get these detention facilities on the border with these asylum courts, as we did in the late 1990s when Central Americans were pulling this uh, shtick with us, until we get that back and turn these cases around and get these asylum loopholes uh, uh, closed, we are going to be stuck with this mess. Well, I, I, I don't, you know, I'm filled with hope all the time, but I, yeah. uh, unless Mexico says to, to Trump, bring the United States Army one or two or three miles into Mexico, and politically that would be the death knell of the Mexican president if he allowed American soldiers on the Mexican territory, that ain't going to happen. And the right. other thing that's not going to happen is the Mexican president was elected uh, just recently under an open borders policy in which he wants free flow of information. I don't know what we can do other than bitch, complain, and moan. And at the end of the day, the Democrats aren't going to agree to this. And so unless they get hammered at the, at the ballot box and Nancy Pelosi goes down hard a week from Tuesday and the, the Democrats get hurt in the Senate, that we don't need we need about 10 democrats united states senators to give the same treatment to central americans that we give to mexicans which means if you're here illegally immediately you're sent back you don't have to go through a hearing process the liberal activist attorneys are there uh, the news media is there kamala harris and all the rest are just loving this and the goal david ray they're thinking strategically is make texas a deep blue state and if that right. happens, the Republicans are D-U-N-N -N done. Well, you know, it, it's a great political strategy if you're a Democrat because they're scaring Americans away left and right. So your only option left is to import future citizens, and they're going to do that from Central and Latin America. And, you know, perhaps that explains why they're sitting on their hands while we have caravans of uh, tens of thousands of people coming towards our southern border. This needs Jeez. to uh, eventually be stopped by Congress. Until then, Trump can build his wall. He can uh, put up uh, the types of uh, deterrence that we have on the border to house families together, get their asylum cases turned around quickly, and then start working on the 700,000 case backlog of asylees who are currently in the U.S., yeah. It's a huge problem, yeah. but you have to have the political will to do it. You have to have the infrastructure to do it. And the United States has to be serious about uh, closing these asylum loopholes. Well, the Democratic Party will not let the Republicans be serious about it. The mainstream media covers this only as women with children marching yeah. with sore feet.
They don't they don't yeah. cover the massive rapes of these women by the MS-13 gangs embedded. They don't cover the one to two thousand dollars paid by each or by Democratic activists to pay for these people that goes right into the pockets of MS-13. They don't cover the corpse in the northern Mexico deserts of certain men that would not become drug mules. They don't cover the brothels all over Texas occupied by illegal alien females to pay off their transit fees. The media doesn't cover any of that because it doesn't fit. But, all right, David, uh, Dave Ray, we got to go. The Federation for American Immigration Reform, it's FAIR, F-A-I-R. I read your stuff all the time, and I wish you the best. I have hopes for the future, but until we have both parties pulling in the same direction legislatively, it cannot be done. Right. Well, let's let's uh, let's not bail out of this fight, Bill. We will get it, and we will win it eventually. Dave Ray, you're a great American, and thanks for you coming do, on Bill. the Bill Cunningham Show. And God bless you.